The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, co-hosting with me. Chris, you there? I'm here, James. Chris, this is beautiful. You know, I got Abe. Abe always there for us. You know, you there, Abe? I'm here. I'm here. How you doing? Abe, and we got something for you, Chris. I finally got Kim. Kim, are you there? I'm here. (laughs) We're going to make this show great. Right, Chris? Absolutely. It's always good to have another female. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the show today. Uh, Let's start off with the Broncos. Uh, Is that okay, Abe? I know you want to talk about your Cowboys. But I like yeah. to mess with Chris, like with Kim, you know. And Chris, you're, bro, cool, you're yeah. a Bronco fan too. I love it when the Broncos, you know. Uh, Kim, don't want to hear this. Don't win, but uh, well, go ahead. You go ahead, Chris. Get a, get a question with Kim and give it to. Um. Well, <laughs> you want to talk about the Broncos? Um. I'm not even. I don't really. Okay. Let me ask you guys. Okay, so the Broncos come down to the very last play of the game. You know, basically where they're they're tied, they're in overtime. You, as the head coach, would you decide to kick a 62-yard field goal knowing that if you missed it, the other team is going to get it in their territory, you know, and have a good shot of moving it and kicking a field goal to win the game? Would you have done that, Abe? Uh, uh, that's a, that's a tough question. I mean, you know, uh, I think it, it, it kind of boils down to who your kicker is, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, if it was Janikowski, I might say, okay, we might be good with this, but really anybody else, I don't, I don't know that I would have made that decision, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it definitely didn't pan out for them the way they, they thought it was going to pan out, you know, which is really unfortunate because, you know, uh, they can't afford to lose too many more games. I mean, their, their playoff, uh, spots or, or, uh, or their hopes to be in the playoffs are, I think, diminishing, you know, uh, pretty quickly here. And, and, you know, I, I, what is it? I think maybe one or two more games and, and they could be out of it. Right. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, you got to really, really, uh, hone in on the, uh, the decision making and, and make sure that you know that's that's something you're really comfortable with and and uh, make sure that uh, you know that's that's something that's going to work for you. But uh, you know it's that's a it's it's a bummer. Yeah. Wow, Kim, what do you think? 
You know, I actually was rooting for the kick. Um, obviously, it didn't pan out either, but I guess I'm I'm willing to take chances. The Broncos are my team, and we didn't win, but we're not out of it yet. You know, I got a question on that too, Kim and Abe, and I like to go through that, y'all. You know, you, you take chances. I'm a coach. If I was a coach, I'd take chances too. But you know, when the kicker missed the kick, did you see um, the league push the kicker in the back? Now, what do you guys think about that? I mean, because he made mistakes and get touchdown scored on him. You know, what's that all about? Go ahead, Kim. You know, I think he's a very passionate player. I think he gets himself in a little bit of trouble getting a little heated up, but it's all part of the game, and I think they make a lot of money to, if they want to push each other around, I guess it's okay. Eight? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think uh, – you know it's frustration, you know, and in and and in the, in the heat of the moment, you know he, uh, you know, uh, did what he did. But uh, you know, not to say that that was right or anything, but uh, you know that that kind of stuff happens. And, and there's a lot, like Kim said, you know, there's a lot of passionate players that are out there. You know, Des Bryant's one of them. He can be that way. Uh, but you know, uh, it, it happens, and and you know. Uh, it, you just you just move on, you know. You got to move on and 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 keep playing the game, you know. So, well, I know I talked to Chris and we talked about this, and I kind of was smirking when she told me that, you know, they. I mean, but uh, Broncos have been winning like at the last minute. Kind, I can't say lucky, you know. It's been lucky, but you know, those type of games that you win, you know, they say you're a championship team, but. You think they came to the end of where their luck is run out, guys? You want to go first, Kim? No, I don't think so at all. I think um, our offensive line and, you know, our definitely young quarterbacks are um, proven to be a little tough on us this year, but I don't I don't count John Elway out. I think he's always got something up his sleeve, and I think there's going to be an exciting rest of the season, and there's still five games left that can make a huge difference in whether or not we make it to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I honestly, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's dwindling down to, uh, to do or die, you know, for them. And, uh, you know, I, I wish them the best. I, I, you know, uh, I, I'm not a fan of the Broncos, but, you know, uh, I like to see a good football game. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it, you hate to see him lose miserably, you know, but, uh, you know, like, like you said, uh, I, I think, I think a lot of their luck has come to, uh, to, to, to an end, uh, as of for now, anyways. I mean, you know, uh, it, it's not, it's not looking too, too pretty for them for the rest of the season, you know, but, uh, they definitely got to get it together. I mean, they got to get, you know, uh, the rest of, the, you know, at least this next game, you know, they got to they gotta look at it real hard and say, hey, you know, what what do we need to do to win here? You know, and, and make sure that they're following through on that and make sure making sure that, that that happens for them because, you know, like I said, I mean, they can't afford to win, lose uh, too many more games. I didn't like you. I like you now when you say that, but Kim didn't like that. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. I know you got it. Right? What you got for us, Chris? All right, guys. So, 
the big news that's going on is about Eric Dickerson. You know, he, he's battling with uh, Jeff Fisher, the head coach of the uh, L.A. Rams. So he claims that the Rams don't want him on the sidelines anymore during games. Uh, and this is also being said to him in conversations with the head coach, Jeff Fisher. Uh, it stems from public comments that Dickerson has made, you know, about the players, uh, which basically makes the players of the L.A. Rams uncomfortable. You know, he said that he would never go to an L.A. Rams game again as long as Fisher is the head coach. Do you think Dickerson is right in, right in criticizing the team, players, and coaches and receiving backlash? Kim, what do you think on that? You know, I think there's always criticism out there, and, you know, I don't think it's really his decision to decide if Fisher should be on the sideline coaching or not, but I think you look back at his career, and it wasn't all perfect. So some teams have some tough years, and they've had a few few of them, but, you know, I think Fisher's an excellent coach, and, you know, this may not be a fit for him, and I don't think he's down and out. I think there's a lot left in his future, I, I guess, just have to wait and see what the team decides. Yep. Abe, what do you think? I think uh, I think he's a you know I think he's another one that's a passionate player. You know he he he, he feels strongly about what uh, what what the outcome of the team you know uh, what happens with him, and uh, you know uh, I, I think he you know he wants just as much as any other fan of the Rams to uh, to see him win. You know, and when they're not. You know, it's it's tough to, to it's a tough pill to swallow. You know, so uh, you know uh, whether that's his place or not. I mean, you know, everybody can be critical critical uh, in certain situations. You know, when it comes to to their team. You know, uh, but uh, not to say that that's right or wrong. But you know, uh, you know it it happens, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can. Uh, who knows? Maybe they need to just get together and say, "Hey, look, you know, hash it out between the two of them, and say, you know, hey, this is uh, this is where I'm coming from, and and this is where I'm coming from on the other side, you know, and and uh, straighten it out that way." But yeah, it's uh, it's a real sticky situation there. Yeah, you know, I kind of think that all these coaches like that because the sister that is being on coach, he's been there for years, they ain't more than that, they ain't got rid of him. I mean, give Jeff Fisher, you know, Jeff Fisher hated me without Philly, but, you know, I kind of like his style there, you know. I mean, you know, you got a bad team. You're just starting to get a running back. Your quarterback is just drafting and really play. But, you know, these coaches don't get a chance like the other ones. So I kind of think, like, just give them a chance, you know. What you got to lose, you know. The same coaches are cycling in the NFL. So, you know, I don't know. Kind of crazy on that. Okay, well, you know what? Let's talk about coaches. You know, we talked a little bit about coach last week, but this week I want to talk about which coaches you think are in the hot seat of losing their their jobs at the end of the season. You know, we have Marvin Lewis with the Cincinnati Bengals, Gus Bradley with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jeff Fisher with the L.A. Rams, Mike McCoy with the San Diego Chargers. You know, of, of those, who do you think would, who do you think it will lose their job or who will lose their job first? Kim, who do you think? Oh, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, oh, maybe the Chargers. And Atta girl. I don't know. You know, you think they have a – these teams have a pretty tough season, and, you know, you don't think they're going to lose their jobs, but some are really surprising. So I haven't, 
haven't really put too much thought into the coaching part of it yet. Yeah, but it's going to happen, so part of the game, yeah. unfortunately. So, um, it is. And what do you think? Um, I'm, I guess I'm kind of leaning towards the Chargers as well, but what about the Browns? I mean, have the Browns even won a game this this season? No, no. But you got to remember, I mean, he, he, you know, this, this is his first first season as head coach, so they yeah, got to give him yeah, him a shot at least. You know, uh, uh, that's that's just. I mean, I, I, they're, they're, I know they're looking to try to uh, jockey their position with their picks and stuff, probably as well. You know, as far as their the rest of their season goes. But yeah, that's that's. That's pretty tough on on their end, you know, uh, not winning the game. But uh, it's been horrible. Uh, After this last game, he uh, Hugh was was at the podium, and he was literally almost crying because they they came close to actually winning the game, and he really thought they were going to win it, and you know, and then they yeah. don't, and it's like you know, you feel really defeated. So absolutely, I think I think all y'all are wrong. Y'all got to look over there, at Chicago and Fox. I mean, yeah, you got to look over there. I mean, they haven't gone down in, what, two years? They Cutler, they pay him all that money. He, the coach ain't got nothing to do with that. But you got a pool cutler. I mean, Dimmons said cut out of there, you know. And you got that guy's not going to win for you. He'll always lose for you and bring in, get coaches fired. So, I mean, you should know that, kid, right? Yeah, I don't think they'll get rid of John Fox, though. I think he's pretty secure. I think it's Cutler that's going. Well, uh, hey, uh, James, maybe there is uh, hope for Tony Romo there in uh, Chicago. Who knows? <laughs> See, you just you just messed the whole show up, Abe. You always do it. Mess it up. <laughs> but you got look at that, Abe. Though look, two years ago, they was about to get rid of Gary, wasn't they? I mean, he was losing, but Jerry Jones didn't want to get rid of him. You know, they want everybody calling for his head. And they didn't get rid of him, right, Abe? Yeah. Well, you know, I think it. You know. He, he, you have ups and downs, and and uh, I mean, I mean, you know, they they've managed to uh, to get it back together. You know, Dallas has with the players that they have, and I think their coaching staff is doing a, a exceptional job with uh, you know the 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 plays that they're calling. Oh, and the, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I got this cold. <laughs> what was that? I got this cold. Just uh, well. You know, it, it, whatever it is, I mean, it's working for them, you know, so. Well, go ahead, Chris. Get your list ready. Go ahead. Light them All up. All right. So, John Tucker, he's the Baltimore Ravens kicker. He has an idea of, of a rule change that he's, he's wanting to suggest. He thinks that teams would get more of a touch, should basically get more than a touchback if a kickoff crosses the goalpost. He says that if a ball splits the goalposts on a kickoff, the team should get a point or some other other reward. What do you think of this idea, Kim? <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have too many rule changes anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to see if I can understand. You're talking about from the the kickoff, right? You're talking the about when the correct. game starts. If they kick it through the the goalpost. Then they, they score points. Is that what you're saying? Then they'll they'll get a point or or some some other. You know, it, it's not quite clear what 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 they'll get, but they would get some kind of bonus for for doing that. Well, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. I'm, uh, I guess that's the first I've heard of that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think we yeah. start football starting to change too much. They start putting too many, implement too many rules now. It's starting to change football. 
let's get back to what football is football, you know, and cut all these rules out. I mean, I mean, it's just get it's starting to get where it's like, you know, it's not football. Nobody. That's why the ratings are starting to go down because they got all these new rules and all this stop play and all like that, you know. you guys agree? Yeah? Yes, I do. I agree. Hey, I, uh, I agree, yeah, I, I agree with that statement you made there, James. I mean, you know, and, and a lot of the penalties that they call, you know, uh, you know, I can see if it's a, you know, a face mask or something like that, you know, uh, but, you know, it's, it's football. I mean, these guys are out there, they're taking hits, you know, that, that, that's, they know what they signed up for, you know, I mean, let them play the game, you know, so. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. we got more questions. We're going to light it up. We're going to light the Broncos up. And we're going to talk about the Cowboys, Kim. That's what A waiting for. But this is James, Chris, A, and Kim. And then this is what we're talking about, Broncos. And we're going to talk about those Dallas Cowboys, maybe in the Super Bowl together. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Chris, you there? I'm here, Dane James. I know you're happy. You got your uh, buddy there with the Bronco with you. you All know, right. Kevin. At least I got someone on my side. And then exactly. we got Abe that always smiles at me at work when I come in with no Cowboys win. I can't even look at him. I come in through the back door now. You there, Abe? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I, can't, I, I avoid him now, you know. I was already avoiding Kim with the Broncos, you know, all these lunches. Now I got to avoid Abe. <laughs> well, go ahead, Chris. Light them up. Well, you know, do you want to talk a little bit about the, about the Dallas Cowboys? Let's talk about what's going to happen this this week. They're they're playing the Vikings, and yes. that's that, that's going to be tomorrow night's game. They're going to play the Vikings, and they, I don't think they've they've and Vikings are actually starting to play good ball. You know, I I, I think they may have a chance. What do you think, Abe? Well, you know, uh, I, I, honestly, I, you know, I was looking at it, and I'm trying to think, well, how are they going to go about uh, playing the Dallas Cowboys? 
you know, and I, I think honestly, I think they're gonna they're gonna look to go with an air assault, you know, uh, trying to hit their receivers, uh, due, just due to the lack of of their running game. You know, they they've got a lot of injuries going on, uh, so I think they'll be looking for uh, to hit uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, the receiver who's uh, recently back from a, an injury, and uh, I think their their tight end is is gonna get a lot of play, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, the other thing is, is, uh, Bradford, he, he's yet to throw a pick this season. So, uh, that, you know, that's something to look for that, that the Dallas Cowboys could capitalize on. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it it's not a game that I think that they're going to take lightly. You know, I mean, you can't just sit back and say, oh, we're going to breeze through this. It's going to be easy as pie. You know, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I mean, uh, you, you you want to go in and, and play the game like it's uh, like it's the last game of the season here, you know, and uh, and win. You know, I, I think the Cowboys will be looking to uh, control the ball, you know, with their running game like they have in the past. Uh, and, uh, you know, they'll be looking for uh, air targets as well, you know, with Beasley, Witten, Bryant. Uh, hopefully those will be in the end zone, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Hmm. Kim, do you have any comment to make on, on the game tomorrow night? Are, are you going to watch it? You know, I'll probably watch some of it, but I'm definitely rooting for the Cowboys, so oh, I, I think they're on a James, good spread. Oh, I love my heart. Thank I'd you. love to see them go all the Kim. way. It's been many years. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I'm not didn't. a Vikings fan. She just did. <laughs> Kim, oh, you know how I feel heart. about the Cowboys. Oh, my God. What? I know how you feel about the Broncos, too. (laughs) (laughs) I have to root against you you now, James. (laughs) I'll tell you what. If you root for the Ghetto Cowboys, I'll be a Bronco fan. That won't happen. (laughs) That's how much I hate the Cowboys. Wow. That's how much I hate the Raiders, so I guess I understand. (laughs) Yeah, and also I hate hate smiling at me every time I come in. He does. He does. Yep. (laughs) He does. (laughs) All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the Cowboys. Uh, My question is, why do you think few teams have tried blitzing Dak Prescott? Basically, it's only 27.6% of his dropbacks. Has he been blitzed on? Kim, why, why do you think that is? You know, I don't know. I honestly haven't watched a lot of the Cowboy games this year. Um, just kind of what I've heard, you know, on the reviews and stuff. But I, I don't really have an opinion on that. I'm not sure. All right. Abe, what do you think is the reason why? Oh, Lord, well, I have to this. Honestly, I don't <laughs> think they go after him because, you know, he is mobile. He can move. He can move the ball, and he'll, he'll run for the first down, whereas Tony Romo before – you know, he would slide and, and fall down or, you know, head for the sideline. But, uh, you know, he, he moves and, you know, he'll, 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 he'll get out of the pocket if he needs to. And, uh, you know, uh, not only that, but, you know, the time that he holds the ball, I don't think, I don't think it's, you know, he's, he's always looking for receivers. And if he sees somebody, he's going to hit them right away, you know. So, uh, you know, I think that has a lot to do with it. Well, look at look, look, let me ask this question. I mean, Kevin, they uh, with Simeon playing, they blitz him. Why? What's the difference on that? Um, Prescott's a rookie. 
He's a rookie. What's the difference, Kim? No, I don't know. I I think the Cowboys definitely have a better offensive line than we do. I I don't think maybe they're just we're easier to get through. But you know, both quarterbacks are definitely very mobile on their feet and they're making plays. And we're Abe and I are both used to Romo and and Manning last year, where they just hit the ground when everybody comes rushing. So it's yeah. kind of a nice to see a change. You said you agree with that, Abe. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think the Broncos, I think Simeon, I think he tends to uh, throw the ball away more than try to, to run it out, you know. But, uh, I mean, at least it's, that's what I've seen. So, so magic, since we're talking about Simeon, um, were you guys aware that he had foot injury? Apparently he's he's out of practice today, and so he's in question to even play against Jacksonville Jaguars. The the actual game they have a, a chance of winning, and and he has a foot injury. Kim Kim, were you aware of any of that? I just heard it on the news this morning. Ah, frustrating. I think it's more precautionary. I think they'll hold him out, but I I see him making an effort to play. It's Kubiak will kind of surprise you, so. Up in the air, but I think even if we had to use Lynch, um, it's definitely a little more worrisome. But I have faith in Lynch, so I think I'd be okay with either quarterback. Abe, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, you that's, uh, that's news to me. I did not know that uh, that that was going on with him. But uh, yeah, it, it could make it a, a tough go for him uh, in this next game uh, with uh, without a lot of play time. Uh, that you know, with, uh, without Lynch having a lot of playtime under his belt, uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not something that uh, that's going to stick around uh, long for uh, Simeon, and hopefully he can get over it real quick. Well, think about it, guys. Kim and Abe, when Simeon had that hurt shoulder, his left shoulder wasn't throwing. He came out play. He's like, "Hey, if I get off this field, don't play. I might not ever get back on." So. I think he's going to play, you know. You guys agree? I yep. do. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, uh, whatever it is, hopefully it's not something that, that's going to, you know, uh, hurt him in the long run or, or or take him out for the rest of the season, you know. Now, Abe, is that you talking or was that your wife talking as, as an Oakland Raider fan? Well, you know... Uh, <laughs> We want to keep we want to keep my wife happy, so you know we'll uh, <laughs> we'll just say it was, hey, it was her. Hey, hey, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Kim, Kim went on the show last week when we talked about her buddy. Ask her that question: What she think of Miller with that girl? Go ahead. Hey, go ahead. Ask oh, Kim. Oh, Kim. okay. <laughs> hey, we gotta wait to hear Kim. So, <laughs> the the issue was. Um, Lon Miller, you know, he's being sued by this gal um, to who they, they made a sex tape. You know, this was back back during the summer in Mexico. And she's, she, she basically uh, was trying to blackmail him for some money, you know, to, to not release the sex tape. Well, he's, he's not doing it, and he's got lawyers involved, and they're trying to... to to get it so that she can't exploit and get money for for this tape through the courts or, or via via the courts, and you know the whole thing comes down to you know sh- sh- should he or shouldn't he give her money? You know, what, what, what do you think on all that? 
but Kim, before Absolutely you answer, not. look at the situation. You know, every time, every time these players get a huge contract, all these people or women, whatever, come out of the woodwork and try to sue people for money. I would say release the tape. Who cares? Once the tape's I, released, I, she has no ammunition. So I, I, I agree with you on that. Me and A agree with you on that, Kim. But Kim, think about what me and A was saying was. He had to know she was filming that. Am I right or wrong, Kim? I mean, you know, you go well, in there, knew. but... Go yeah, ahead, Kim. I mean, these guys know what's going on. That I think it's more his manager and people around him don't want it released more so than he may not even care. But it's, right. it's all about money when it comes to these guys. So I think you know, he'll end up winning in the courts. I think he's got the the backing to to beat her, I think she's just greedy and wants some of his money because she saw the contract he signed. Well, I was telling uh, Chris and Nate when I was in Philly, they had these things that come in. They had the refs come in and they tell you the new rules and, and then they had these people come in and tell you how people are going to trick you, trying to get babies and all that and, you know, people are trying. They had these come in there, you know, before the season started. They had people come in, talk to you, he should have known. Come on, Miller. You know what I'm saying? You don't make that tape. There ain't no way he didn't know she was filming that. Am I right, Eight? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you would think that, uh, you know, you, you knew what was going on, but who knows? I mean, uh, crazier things have been known to happen, right? I mean. I don't know. I went to the bank got $2.5 million out last week. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Who are you paying off? Listen, Chris. Uh, hey, man, I would have got that money. <laughs> Chris, ask another question. I got Chris, man. I, I, yeah, I, I want to know where this money is. That's I got to go on the couch. I got to go on the couch now. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, ask yeah, the wow. Go ahead, okay. ask the question, Chris. <laughs> hey, help me out. I, I don't know if I can get over this one, but anyway. So several teams had high hopes before the season started. However, that being, you know, they, they've been struggling since the beginning of the season. Which of the following, following would you say is the most disappointing team in the NFL this season? Cincinnati Bengals, Arizona Cardinals, New York Jets, Green Bay Packers, Carolina, Pan- Carolina Panthers. Kim, which of those five is the most disappointing to you, Arizona in Cardinals. your opinion? They're- yeah, definitely the Cardinals. They're my they're my number two team, and it's been a very disappointing season. So, it's but I asked rough. James the other day about the head coach, and he seems secure Carry in the fact in, yeah. that he's going to keep his job. Yeah, it's it's sad. Kim or Abe, what do you think? Well, you you didn't you didn't mention the Browns again, did you? I didn't, because, <laughs> but but the, but Browns were not were, were not uh, planning on having a great season. Yeah, well, I think uh, out of uh, out of all of those, I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking Green Bay, because you know in the past these guys they've always been contenders for playoff, you know, and uh, and beyond. But uh, you know, as of lately, they just haven't, and I'm not sure what it is, but you know, uh, it's just not things are not firing on all cylinders there, so. To me, that that's uh, you know, and, and I think Aaron Rodgers has, has got to be taking it the hardest there because in the past, you know, he's done so so well in that in that organization. But uh, yeah, that's for me. That's that's the one that st- stands out in my mind. Yeah. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take another break. 
and we'll come back. We have more questions for Abe and Kim and um, Chris. And uh, I'm about to walk in the bank and get that $2.5 million out. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co-host with Chris, you there? I'm here, James. And we got our guest, Abe. Abe, you there? I'm here. And we got Kim. Kim, I'm glad to have you on. Glad you answered. You there, Kim? <laughs> I'm here. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm at the bank right now. I had to tell her, so I'm going to let Chris ask the question. <laughs> right Why I get this money, y'all, Abe? <laughs> uh, I need 2.5, ma'am. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, bank account number 2597-8125. Freaky dicky. Okay, go ahead, <laughs> Oh, you're going to get in bad trouble one of these days for doing all that. That's okay. All right. So let me ask you this, guys. You know, just imagine that you're a player, and you're on a losing team that knows they won't be in the playoffs. How do you keep your energy up and play hard, even though you know your team will probably lose? Kim, what do you think on that? You know, I think... I think for a lot of these teams that are in that position, those guys are still fighting for their position. So I think you got to keep playing like there's something at the end of it. And, I mean, obviously we were Super Bowl champions last year, but look how many different trades and cuts Elway made. I mean, your job's never secure, so you should always play like it's it's your last game with that team and you know, hope that you continue to be a member of that team next year. Yep, very good, very good. And Abe, what do you think on that? Well, you know, it's it, uh, that's a tough question. I mean, you know, it's still it's still uh, you still got to look at it like this. They're, it's still their job. They, they still get they're still getting paid. And uh, you know, whether win or lose, you know, you still got to do your job. You still got to get the job done. And and uh, no matter how miserable it is, I mean, you know, uh, even if you don't win a, a whole game the whole season, I mean. 
it, you know, like I said, it's, it's something they get paid for and they still got to show up. They still got to be there. They still got to play the game. And, uh, you know, uh, you just, I think you just, you just hope for something good to come out of it. And, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever will be, will be, you know, so. Yeah, but guys, it's, it's hard when you, you plan for something and then, you know, and like you say, you fight for your, your spot position for next year. But I mean, like, your, your morale is just down, you know. It's like, man, you know, and players start to give up. I don't know if it's on the coach or other players. Cause everybody starts slacking, you know, and that's not good because you're all professional. But, you know, you got to keep playing because it's your job. I mean, like I tell everybody my job, so when I have a lot of work to do, I don't get mad because, I got to still do that job, you know? So when those guys go on that field, they still got to do their job, you know? But I don't understand how these players give up and they stop playing, you know? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't get it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Ahead, Abe, I, I know it's too bad your wife is not listening, but, and it pains me to talk about it, but the Oakland Raiders, um, <laughs> they have this incredible quarterback. <laughs> Derek Carr. Chris, that, you hit a soft spot with Kim now. That's why she laughed. I know, I know. You heard, all that, you heard Kim over there laughing, Chris, so you might got to hit me now. Go ahead. No, Go no, ahead. No, no. I'm not it, getting it, in it. it. Like I said, it, I, 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 I preface it by saying it pains me to talk about it. I'm not getting in that. I'm at the bank getting this money out. I'm at the uh, bank. I, I understand, <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll be at home with my hand out when you get home. So, Derek Carr, you know, like I said, he's 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 had an incredible season, but he also Absolutely. has some really good receivers around him and running back. I mean, do you think he has probably one of the best receiving core in in the whole league? Well, Abe, what do you, you think know, on that uh, one? I was thinking about that earlier, you know, and honestly, you know, the two teams that stick out in my mind are obviously the Dallas Cowboys, and second, the. Uh, the uh, Oakland Raiders, and, you know, by far, I don't think anybody in the league is, is playing to, to the level that they're playing. I mean, you know, uh, you want to talk about some edge-of-your-seat, on-the-edge-of-your-seat football, I mean, that's, you watch the Oakland Raiders, and that's exactly what that is, you know, and, and, and uh, at first, to, to see it happen, you know, when they started winning like that, you know, I, I'm not even sure that they were ready for it, you know, you, you you watch the TV and you look at the the look on Jack Del Rio's face, you know, toward the end of the game, and he's like, "Wow, he's like, we did it, but how did we do it?" I mean, it's it's miraculous how how they're coming through on on some of these uh, plays, you know, and and with Derek Carr injuring his finger and stepping out and then coming back, I mean, that's that, that says a lot about the guy, you know. I mean, you know, you know, he wants to win. He's got it in his heart to win. Uh, and uh, he's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, go from worst to first you know, in yeah. one season. But you got, also got to give credit to the defense. I mean, Khalil Mack, yeah. you know, and, and and the whole team on the defense, they're, they're just doing a great job, too. Again, Absolutely. it pains me to talk about it. Pains me. Kim, Kim, what, what, Kim what do you think about the Raiders and, and what I was saying about Derek Carr and the receiving court? Do you think they're one of the best in, in, the, in the league? You know, I feel the same way. It pains me to talk about him, but, you know, I I think he's definitely come out and proven himself. Um, I think Jack Del Rio's put a, you know, a great team together, and 
kudos to them. Um, I can say, honestly, never thought I'd see Oakland win this many games in one season, but, you know, good for them. I, I wish them the best, but I still I still hope we can beat them in the last game that we play them, and, you know, we're, my goal is to still be on top at the end of the season, and I can't even think about seeing the Raiders on the top of our division. It, it pains right. me for sure. Got to remember, Jack Real came from from the Broncos, you know. <laughs> you know so, you know, they're they're part, you, part of that organization. Let me tell you something, yeah. Chris. And I hope Kim ain't recording this. I know the show recorded. <laughs> you know, if you go back, it's archived, and then it show it plays again Friday and Monday. But I hate to say this, but the best two receivers, and I put them in my fantasy, is Sanders and um, Thomas. Those two, if those two, if Thomas stopped dropping balls, Sanders is a beast, and he can catch. I'm telling you, those are two best receivers. They quietly, you know, you know, Sanders do 100-something as he can. I'm telling you, those are two best receivers, I'm telling you, together. Uh, people don't realize that. Everybody keeps looking at the big name. I mean, Thomas is a big name. But Sanders and Thomas together, look what they did for me in uh, um, fantasy football. And I, I dropped Gronk. A tight end, didn't I, Chris? You did and last year. And picked up yes, those two. And those two together, I mean, they are phenomenal. You know, they feed off each other. But Thomas dropped ball, but still, um, those are two best receivers, I'm saying, together. And, Kim, you, you should have said that. I'm disappointed you didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you realize they <laughs> no, for they real. For I mean, I'm not right? saying, but those two together, I mean, I mean, are great. I mean, look what Tom, I mean, and Mel had, what, 162 yards last week, something like that? Oh yeah, he he had a lot. Yeah. He's a beast, and then Thomas, you know, when he, you know, he has drop problems and so on, but still, he's gonna make a big play somewhere in there. I mean, quietly, those are two. You know, nobody give them credit, but those are two best. You know, quietly, we see it together. Hey, do you well, agree? The only thing that concerns me is is Thomas yeah, dropping the ball and 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 not. Doing what he's supposed to be doing, Emmanuel Sanders. Yes, I mean he he can do the the the, the long ball, the long because you know, he's so quick and he can get open. You know, it's hard hard for those those DBs to keep up with him. If I don't have a Friday team, I'll take those two every time. I'm telling you. Good thing those I have them on my team this year. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead. Kim. I hope she didn't record that. I'm gonna sue her for that. If she got let me I'm know she recorded right. They do play for the Broncos, you know. Yes. I know. That's why I say I hope you ain't recorded because I want my name. Jawu. I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold that. you to that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Abe, ahead, what, what do you think about what, what James was saying about the the Broncos receivers versus versus the Oakland receivers? Well, you know, I think it's like you said. Uh, you know, Thomas has some, you know drop problems. You know, as far as catching the ball, but Sanders. You know, he's right. You know, when he catches the ball, if he, if he gets out in front of you, you're not going to catch him, I don't think. And, uh, I mean, it, it, they're both great uh, great receivers. And, uh, you know, it's hopefully they can get somebody that can, you know, throw the ball to them and uh, make some plays, you know. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Kim got to say about that. Go ahead, Kim. No, I think Sanders is definitely one of the best ones out there. Thomas is very questionable with a lot of the drop, you know, dropping, but he's made some great plays too, so can't take that away from him. I was very impressed with Sanders this last Sunday night. Every 
time I looked up, it, it, they were throwing at him. So. Well, Kim, I was waiting for you to say something about what Abe said about, you know, um, you got to look at our receivers. They're, they're possession receivers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Possession, and that's what Sanders is, he's possession receiver. You know, I got an argument with that. You know, that's what his job is. What he get after the the run is it's, it's good. But if you actually run a, a nine yard route, you know you need eight. He run it. He's there, right? Yeah. That's what you want from these guys, you know. Yeah, so, absolutely, know. absolutely. Go ahead, Chris. I'm mad at eight right now. I'm mad at eight. <laughs> hey, hey, are you still with us? No, oh, yeah, yeah. He because he keeps smiling me at work. Cause <laughs> well, let me ask you something. So, I don't know if you guys heard, but the Oregon Ducks—they—they they fired their 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 head coach, Mark Mark Helfrick. Do you think at this point that Chip Kelly would uh, be interested in maybe going back to Oregon and get out, getting out of the NFL? Oh, bum! Oh, I'm sorry. This cold is killing me. He's a bum. Are, are you still at the bank though? Yeah, yeah, I, all right. They, they count the money, so I get that Just money. making sure, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. <laughs> oh, I'm just laughing at them counting the money. Kim <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is a bum, Kim, am I right? Yeah, but, but he did great for the Oregon Ducks. Let, 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 let Kim say what she got to say. Come I know what we'll watch this. You know, I typed that in when you said that, Chris, and it says 49ers coach Chip Kelly says he's not returning to Oregon. Until he gets fired from the 49ers. Which could happen really soon, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they always seem to go back to their their first home when it happens, so. Mm-hmm. James, why yeah, don't you take he, out uh, $2.5 million and and give it to Kelly and, and tell him to... You know, just quit all together. I don't know. Hell, if I take out that, I'm going to take out that money to try and get Oswald back, and they want to get him out of ass out of Houston. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? No, Tim Kelly, I was so glad that he left the Philly. I mean, he got rid of that team. He got rid of um, the Sean McCoy. He, I mean, he got rid of everybody. He was, I mean, he's not, some coaches are not coaches for the NFL. I mean, you seen that with uh, who went to the NFL and, and went back to college? Was that Saban or somebody? Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some coaches are not meant for the NFL. I mean, stay in college. You see why uh, the one coach for um, ah, was that coach that never wanted a job and he kept asking the job for the NFL. He kept turning down. I won't say Penn State, but they were doing some other stuff. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. There's there's a lot of coaches that that in the coach in the in the college ranks. They're great in the college ranks because you know as well as I do the the, in the NFL. Game. It's a whole different it's world. A, it's a whole different world. When you're there, you got a guy that's making more than you. You can't tell him to shut up. You know, like you tell a, a kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's a whole different game. So I'm you know I don't know. Go ahead, Chris. I'm, I'm getting Very mad at Abe. I'm getting mad. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm not done with with the, the Oakland Raiders yet. So this weekend, Oakland Raiders I'm glad they beat the Broncos. The Bills. No, against the Bills. What are you talking about, the Broncos? I'm, I'm glad so, the Oakland Raiders beat the Broncos and make Kim mad. You need to stop. 
Okay. Exactly. You need to stop. We're talking about the Oakland Raiders, <laughs> and we're talking about the Buffalo Bills. This week, hold on, Chris. The Buffalo Bills Chris, are at Oakland. Chris, now, I'm sorry. Yes? Chris, hold on one second. Can I get that all in 20? Okay, so, so, so Oakland is predicted to win. However, the, the, when it comes to the, to, the, to the power ranks, Buffalo Bills, you know, is, 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 gets the edge. So what do you think is going to happen this weekend? Kim, let me go, let you go first. Oh, I think the Bills are going to give the Raiders a run for their money, but I don't know. I, I'm really not sure there's a lot of teams out there that can beat the Raiders right now. They're pretty hot, which is sad to say. Except the Broncos. The Broncos are going to beat them when they come, come, when they come here again. You know, every season we usually go one and one with the Raiders, and I think we, have a, we usually lose. We usually win there and lose here. So mm-hmm. I don't know what will happen this year, but we definitely have a good shot. Um, at beating them, but I think they're they're pretty hot right now. I think the Bills will give them a run for their money, but I don't think the Bills can beat them. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so, Abe, talk to, well, speaking for your wife. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you just from what I see. You know, there's a lot of question about you know what uh, Derek Carr's finger. You know, how is he going to do in this next game? You know, is it a, is it a, is it really going to affect him? You know, uh, and, you know, it's, it's yet to be seen, but uh, honestly, you know, he, he was able to, to pull it through this last end of the last, uh, this last game that they had uh, with no, no, very little problem, I should say. He did throw an interception after that happened. But, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. I mean, they got a strong, pretty strong de- defense. Uh, and I, I don't think they're going to take it lightly. You know, they're going to they're going to come out with a, a strong game plan and uh, look look for the win. Okay. Let's okay. call it like it is. It's, hey, but quite like a duck, walk like it is a duck. Hope we're going to beat the Broncos. It's a duck. <laughs> we're not talking about the Broncos. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills and the Oakland Raiders. Get off the Broncos. I just want to get Kim mad. I want to get Kim mad. No man. I want Abe on my side. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So there's been four NFL games played out for the United States this season, and the NFL is planning more games in the future. The reason they are doing these games internationally is for the potential fans, which will increase their customer base. Do you think this will hurt the game going forward, or will it help it? Kim, what do you think on that? You know, my biggest fear with these games is the security part of it. I, I'm kind of against it. Uh, I don't know why they're reaching out for the fan base outside of here. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of confused. I think the security part for the teams would be more of a scare with everything that's going on in the world these days. I, I think it's a poor decision on the NFL. Wow, yeah. Interesting. Abe, what do you think? Uh, you know, I think I think the reason that they're trying to to gain that fan base is, uh, you know, it, it everything revolves around money, you know. So, you know, they want to bring in more money, uh, and they want to increase the fan base across the world, you know. So it's recognized, you know, a lot like, uh, you know, soccer is overseas and whatnot. But, uh, you know, uh, and and I don't know that. that it's it's hard to say if they'll ever if they'll ever get to that place, uh, but uh, you know they they are you know definitely trying to expand that. 
you know, and, uh, you know, if, if it's more money in the pocket, you know, why not give it a shot, you know, uh, you know, what, what were they saying uh, next year? I think they're looking at the Patriots and the Raiders playing in Mexico. Uh, at least that's what I heard. Uh, I'm not sure, but for, for certain on that one, but you know, uh, you know, the last game that was played there, what was it? Uh, Houston, uh, Brock Osweiler was, was catching a, a laser pointer in the face. I think at one point is what I heard. Uh, I don't know, you know, if that's true or not, but you know, that, that's a, that could that, that that can really affect a guy throwing the ball, you know. So yeah, security, I think, you know, like she said, Kim said, it, it is a concern, you know. So and when you take it, you know, to another place where you're not familiar with, you know, you kind of rely on them to to have that uh, security there uh, ready, readily available, you know, and and uh, you know, just hopefully, you know, nothing bad happens in the future. Uh, not to say that it won't, but, you know, you, you never, you, that's, that's the one, you know, that I think the first and foremost thing that you, you want to ensure is the safety of the players and the, and the, the, the fans, you know, so. Yeah, what were you guys talking last week about, or, or maybe well, the week before, I can't remember, but. We have the show, but next oh. week we're going to have um, Jake the Snake on. Now, how you back with Kim and how you Abe because he want to talk about the Broncos and he want to talk about the yeah. Cowboys. So we got Jake the Snake, you know. All right, so, Jake Plummer. Awesome. I want to thank I want to thank you, Kim, for asking us all being on the show this week. And how you next week, Abe? Make it happen, right, Abe? That's right. No, we're making it happen. Well, this is James <laughs> and Chris co-host with me, loving our sports talk. We'll be back next week. Great show next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Thank you, too. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry. James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at Loving That Sports Talk at Yahoo.com. 